The great thing about the subject of change, we can use these kind of trainings in all parts of our lives. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. My name is Connie, and I just wanted to um, welcome you all this morning to talk about one of the subjects that I think is so interesting and challenging and necessary in real estate. The great thing about the subject of change, which is what we'll be talking about today, is that we can use these kind of trainings in all parts of our lives, with all parts of our, um, in our world, with our families, with um, our personal goals, all the things we like to do. And so um, with the experience of some certain years, um, I can say that change can be just such a challenge. It's um, it's a mystery sometimes how, um, what works and what doesn't work. And so today we'll, um, we'll talk about it mostly in, in um, real estate terms, but we can also just know that we can, you can use all this information to, um, in other areas that you might want to make some changes. So um, change is, you know, like Webster will say, um, it's making something different to alter or modify or replace something with something else. Um, or th as a noun, it's the act or instance of making something different. So I think that um, we, as far as in your real estate business, there's probably some things you'd like to change and to improve. And to do that, you need to be able to figure out, all right, I think I want to do this. I keep saying I want to do this. Why am I not doing this? And so today we're going to talk about a program called Immunity to Change. It was developed by um, two Harvard business professors, um, Lisa um, Lasko-Lehi and Robert Keegan. Now, they wrote a book about it, and it is on Amazon, but you don't want to go buy it because <laughs> it's a big old textbook that is very, uh, you know, it's very dry, very dense. But the information is, is to me, has been really life-changing. And so um, basically, when we have an immunity to something, it means we have a protection, a protection from something happening, um, protection from illness, prote protection from um, losses, like say with an insurance thing. So with an immunity to change, it means we have a protection to not change, <laughs> which is usually not the thing we want to do if we're trying to improve. So we can start like there's a... Um, I think we can get to the crux of some of this is um, start with this, um, just a quick math joke. Um, there's 14 frogs sitting on a log and three decide to jump in. How many are actually left on the log? Anyone want to jump in and tell me? 
No, you're probably thinking in your head, it's 11. But I said, decide to jump in, not did jump in. <laughs> so I think that really emphasizes that you can decide you want to change, but not actually change. So um, basically, um, when you have, so the program with Immunity to Change has what's called a, they've developed what's called a mind map. And I don't know, um, if, Autumn, do you have that share the screen or can I share my screen? You should be able to share your screen. Okay. Help me. Bear with me here. All right. I am just going to talk about this for a minute while I look at that. So basically, the mind map is set up in the first phase of it. It's is four sections. The first is a column that's this like your commitment. The second is doing and not doing. The third is your hidden commitments and including one little box in there that they call the worry box. And the other one is uh, four is called big assumptions. And now maybe show me where I share my screen here. Autumn, do you know how to show me or guide me through it? So um, at the bottom of the Zoom box, you should have Thank a you. And there's the green share screen. Bless you. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, goodness. Sorry about this guy, gang. Let me. All right. Hang tight. Um, bear with me one second while I grab this. How's everyone today anyway? Everyone's very quiet. Is that, are you normally all very quiet? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect answer. All right, here we go. All right. Thanks for your patience. There we go. Ta-da. All right. So on the left side, can y'all see this? Great. It is called the commitment. So you can fill these out um, how it, as we go, like you can work on this now. And or if there's somebody that wants to talk about answering some of these questions, we can do that. Or I can just go over one of them, how I fill it out. Um, does anyone want to work on something with us or do you want me just to go ahead? Any? And all right, I'll just go ahead. Um, so commitment. What is one of the things that you want to change? Like what is it? Maybe um, let's use calling your sphere of influence. So I want to commit to, to talking to my sphere of influence and say past clients too. And, you know, you could make it more specific. I want to call, you know, 10 of my past clients every day. I want to connect with 20. Whatever you want to do is, um, is 
you know, you can fill that in. Now, again, you can use any other sorts of goals in here that you want to. So um, then the next column is fascinating. So when I'm not calling my sphere of influence, what am I doing or not doing or not? Let me rephrase that. If I haven't been doing what my commitment is, in the column two, what am I doing or not doing when I'm, you know, in, in, if I'm not talk, talk, talking to my SOI? So some of the things you could put here would be like, I'm making a list of who to call. I'm getting up and looking at the, you know, new listings on the market. I am um, reading um, Twitter on my phone. I am talking to my friends. I'm maybe being disorganized, not having my list, not having things in my CMA, or I am doing things like, um, you know, maybe just about anything else besides calling them. And so um, maybe... Um, you can like you if you use this for some other areas too. You could say, um, you know, you could be using it as um, anything you're using to distract yourself. Everybody has things that we do to distract ourselves from doing the things we should be doing. Now, the next column is called hidden commitments. Now, what? This is part of the whole immunity. Now, they use the example a lot. We probably all heard it, that um, they do the heart research studies and they ask them, you know, they tell them, you know, you have a bad heart, you need to um, stop smoking, exercise, lose weight, all these things, or you could die. And at the end, and they, so when they start teaching the people that, people will maybe it says only 22% of people will actually make the change. And that, even if they could die. So we're not going to die if we don't do a color sphere of influence um, past clients. But um, so, but we, you know, we still have, it, there's still a lot at stake here for it. And so just think if the commitment is so high that we won't do it if we're, our life is at risk, that um, doing these other things will definitely, um, you know, you can see where there might be some resistance there. So in the, in the hidden commitments, the worry box, like what am I worried about? What about calling my past clients sphere of influence is worrying me if I do that? I don't know what I, you could, an example could be, I don't know what to say. I don't want to bug them. I don't want to come across like I'm asking for something. These are a lot of common th things that um, agents use when they're um, worried about making, picking up the phone. And then there's also the possibility of being embarrassed. That's a big one for people. So you're thinking about, um, you know, your past client's sphere of influence, but um, you, a lot of it comes around 
um, you know, you've got to figure out your own hidden commitments on those things. So back to the heart study, they talked to some people and they're like, if, if only you have to take this medication and say you have, maybe we'll make it simple. Take your medication once a day. Um, and, um, and this will happen and you'll be fine. So they come down the road and they're, they're like, so they ask them what would happen if you did take it? And they're like, I will die if I if I don't take it. And what would happen if you do? I'm not an old person. I don't have to worry about this. I shouldn't have to do this. All of a sudden, all this other energy comes up. And that's their hidden commitment of, I'm worried about how this is going to show up in my life. So um, that is one. Um, does, is this making sense? Anybody seen any, um, any areas in your own world that this works or not works. All right. Um, so basically, um, they, you can write in your own things, like get into your own thoughts of what is it really? What is it really? Because you know, the benefits, like we can tell you all the benefits, you're going to make more money, your business will be easier, you're going to enjoy more success, which will make you have more fun, um, you know, things, money and, and, and things um, to spend on your family. There's so many benefits we can get, but we get caught in the negatives of it. So then we're, the next section is, what are the big assumptions that you're making about um, not being able to do this. So um, it is, um, you could say, I'm going to assume people need, think I need this, that I'm not successful. People are, are going to assume that um, they'll, you know, that's probably one of the biggest ones that I've seen on this is that people feel like um, they're they're needy. So what you're not doing, back to section two, is you're doing things to distract you from the discomfort of what's going on. On these assumptions you're making from what people, you know, what you think people are going to say if you do do it. So um, big assumptions there. Um, one of the other um, big assumptions can be that... Um, Others will assume um, or assume that you're not going to get the, the business anyway. You're going to assume they're not going to want to talk to you. You're, uh, you're assuming that um, it's not going to be worth it, that it might take too much time, that you might not get the most immediate benefit from it. And so it is um, if I, when you handle those assumptions, you can start to see why the main thing you're trying to avoid are these really uncomfortable feelings, really a big discomfort in what's going on in your head. And, and it's all in, in your neural pathways. We probably all heard how your neural pathways um, start to form certain ways. And so over time, they create paths and they um, create the best route. Like when you're driving somewhere, you know the best way to drive there. You know how to get there most effectively. Your brain does starts to do that as a survival thing. It's going to be more efficient. It's going to get you there. 
So we're making these same assumptions. And so as soon as you start thinking about calling your for sale by owners, I'm sorry, your sphere of influence and past clients, that you're going to be embarrassed. You're going to um, not know or they're going to think you're needy or asking for something. So you can see where it makes it harder to go back to make keeping your commitment. Now, um, I just I just think it's so interesting. So when I did some of this work and I filled out my doing, not doing, I found it to just be fascinating because when I was sitting down at my desk that day, you know, during the day to, to start to work and I could see um, and I started doing anything on in column two that I all of a sudden realized I was doing to distract myself. I had so much more awareness. Like, oh, you don't really need to search the new listings on the MLS right now. Oh, you really don't need to update X. You are doing these things to avoid this. And once I had written it down, it became so much easier just to not fool yourself that way. To just not say, okay, I am going to... um, It's sort of just be, again, making your brain aware of the patterns you're doing to not meet your commitments. Now, I know all of us in this business, and if you're here in our group, I know you're committed to being a great agent. You're committed to being um, successful. You're committed to serving people. So you want to make sure you're looking at these things and and analyzing what is going on. So we have competing commitments is what we call those. So I have a commitment to not being embarrassed and I have a commitment to um, calling. Now, if you, which one is getting the best of you? Now, which one is the one you can control? Which is the one that you can say, um, you know, and I think that we can kind of make ourselves laugh a little bit with it because it starts to sound a little silly, but our brain takes it very seriously. But once you get some clarity here, you start to see where um, you can, um, let me get this off again. Um, You can, um, you know, really just start to call your own bluff and make your life so much easier. Now I'm going to go over um, sort of, let me show you these. Um, Can you see this one? Overcoming your immunity. So the thing is, you want to become aware and take the um, the steps to to change this. So you can be unconsciously immune, which is what you are before you start like working on this, and then you can be consciously immune. Okay, I get it, and then you can be consciously release like okay now I'm going to release that thought those patterns and so I can do what my commitment is and then you can become unconsciously released where you just do you no longer have to worry about these patterns and these steps before that you were taking so to to do that you can see what your big assumptions are they right are they um 
get to the, is that, are those important enough that I'm going to let it get in the way of making a transformation, of making a change? And um, I just think it's so silly. I'm laughing a little bit because before, you know, um, I did this with a big group and, you know, some of them had very serious changes they needed to make in their lives. Um, And even after, you know, how serious their situations were, even after you start to look at this, you can start becoming more aware and make sure that you aren't immune to change. So you must observe an action. You need to test what works, what doesn't work. Um, You need to design a path to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And the other thing here is find a support system to help you. Now, this is where getting a coach, having an accountability group can really, really help make this happen for you instead of just, you know, it's hard to do it just by yourself. And it's usually, we're not usually very successful when we try to just make big changes on our own. Um, You can make incremental change, which is obviously great, but you to make a big change in something that you really do want to do, um, get some support, get some help about it. Um, and the, some questions to ask yourself is, what is the story I'm telling myself? Um, and that goes back to, you know, what are my assumptions? What evidence do I have to support or refute my assumptions? Do I have anything else that, um, I mean, what evidence do I have that anybody thinks, let's just go back to calling your SOI, that you're needy, that you're not being helpful, that you're bugging them, that you're, what evidence do you have to support that? Do you actually have evidence of that? Um, Or do you have support um, for certain parts? And then if you do, it's like making those changes to help that. And then four, what else could be true? What else could be true? Um, maybe you're getting your business from other other ways. Um, so you think this doesn't matter, even though um, you go back to that first column, you have made a commitment to do it. So you're telling, you're saying out loud, it does matter. And you maybe even have made a a commitment to someone, yes, I'm going to do this, but you're not doing it. So then you have to decide what else could be true. What else could be true? Can it be true that my life will get much better? Can it be true that I'll be helping more people? Can it be true that I'm going to reconnect with past clients who I love and I enjoyed working with and step back in time and have that conversation again? Um, Can that still be true? And I think um, who who here has had... um, any experience with having like calling past clients or having any resistance? Does anyone have anything to share about this kind of this general conversation? Okay. Um, I'll tell a funny story part of it. So um, one of my things was always with past clients is not getting feedback from them. Like if you drop things off or send cards or things, not getting feedback and thinking in the story, I'm telling me myself, my head doesn't matter, goes in the garbage. It's this or that. Right. And 
So why should you do it? And a lot of this is long-term um, change that you're making. So then I had, I, I just really committed a few years ago to do it just unconsciously, just committed to do it, let it run, do the thing. And within four months, I had two clients, actually three clients that I had sold houses to over 20 years ago reach out to me and say, hey, my son is needs to buy a house. And the one was, I'm moving to Oregon. I am the I am, so we need to sell this house she sold us when we relocated here. Crazy stories. And if I had just listened to the feedback I was getting that um you know or my or listened to my own head of the assumptions I'm making that it didn't matter that it wasn't important that um, I would not have had these great um, opportunities to reconnect. Number one, getting more business. And number two, just super, just really enjoying getting back, you know, working with them again, because we are at a unique point in time with our clients. And we feel like, I mean, we're, it's such an important um stage in their world, whatever the changes that they're moving, that we become very close. And, and so it, then when we aren't the same, you know, it's hard, but the truth is they have friends, they have um, family, they want to um, work with us, but you know, they, they want to interact with us, but we're not necessarily the top on their shelf. We just need them to think about it when it happens. So to me, that was just incredibly good feedback that it matters. And I'll tell you, neither of those clients or those three clients had had responded to me over the last several years. Not once, not one peep. And then they call you when they're ready. So for me, it, using this as an example and understanding the why and the uh, the the changes that you need to make and the commitment you can make to improve your world. Um, I think it's just so useful. So I highly recommend you using that, um, the original, um, I can show you that this, um, and just fill it out, use it to um, just think about it. You know, what is, the um what am i committed to what am i doing or not doing in regards to that commitment what are my hidden commitments i'm really committed to not being um you know um i don't know i've talked about that a lot but anyway um and then what are your big assumptions so anyway, I'd love to know. We have two minutes left if anybody has any questions. I know it's kind of a lot to, to give. Um, and there are this, this doing and not doing section, I think is one of the most powerful exercises I do with any of my um, mind maps. That's what they call it, an, an immunity map. And they have a company called Mind Mapping. And so um, you could use this with exercise. What am I doing, not doing to working out? What am I doing, not doing to, um, or what is um, doing, not doing on social media? What am I doing, not doing for um, 
I don't know. There's so many things we usually all would really like to change and get better at. So anyone have any general questions I can help answer? Hopefully you've learned something and it's sparking something that will help you create some great change and have a, you know, more successful business and enjoy your business more too. All right. I think we're good. Thanks for showing up. I appreciate it. And have a great rest of your day. Take care. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.